it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. Sidekick Psychic Josh is next to me. Um, welcome. Thank you, Boyd. Alan Alger is here. Good to be here, Boyd. Second podcast of the season, I think. Um, early doors? Nothing. It might be actually yeah. second. Yeah. Yeah. And making his 1919-2020 podcast season debut is Gareth the Bear Parker. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the Bear. Welcome back to the Bear. Also, very excited to be here. Um, Who's had more appearances then, Alan or Ozil this season? The two each. Ozil's on two. Alan's, I feel Alan's, two. Alan's made a much greater contribution to, um, to the Arsenal football club to the, Arsenal, season. To the podcast Could than be. Ozil's. I tried my best. Ozil was there yesterday, wasn't he? I saw him and Mustafi. Yeah. There was a shot of them yeah. sat together. Yeah. Oh. Making a point. Well, I mean, no, they're doing what they should be doing, which is supporting Do they the have team. to turn up? I don't no, think so. I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're in the match day squad. What's the rule? I'm sure they're encouraged. There's no obligation to turn up. When Some, you were at West Ham, do you notice a non-match day? Yeah, most players? most players are there at the weekend. In fact, I met Jack Wilshire for the first time yeah. at the weekend, but he was he was injured. But I talked to him in the tunnel on Saturday. Um, all I've known from just, I mean, I've only ever been that close to non-league clubs. If you were sort of suspended around Christmas or New Year and it looked like you were trying to not be there, some clubs would force you in to come and watch a, a, watch a game. But other than that, if you're genuinely sort of injured and out, I don't think there's a massive obligation to do it. But obviously he's fit and not being picked, which is a slightly different he's thing. He's tra- so. training really well, isn't he? I've, I've heard. Apparently so. <laughs> do you think? Jack Wilshere, uh, Emery in, Emery out, did you ask him? I didn't ask him. I mm. didn't mention Arsenal at all. Oh, that's, that's tasteful. You, think, you know how... Um, <laughs> Like when Arsenal go to an away game, you'll take your seven substitutes now, but you also take a potential eighth just in case there's an injury on the day. You feel Jones. Do you think Ozil has been given that role as like the 19th nah, man nah, for nah, home nah, games nah. at the moment? I like the idea that he has been. That's like Emery really kicking him when he's down and going, well, just in case Saka or Willock, whoever the hell I'm putting on the bench or yeah. for no, in front not, of you. I don't, think he has, I don't think he has because 
the news always breaks that he hasn't travelled yeah. before the squad's yes. even. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So I would yeah. guess for the home he's not been that. He's not been that. Obviously, travelled to this home game on his own. Him and Mustafi. Maybe they came together. Maybe. There's a lot to discuss um, before we get bogged down in, this, frankly, the small talk. Um, uh, the, I mean, what? I mean, that was one of the most demented games uh, yesterday that I've ever been to. I don't know about. Were we all there? Was everyone? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, everyone was yeah. there. Uh, but I thought I'd start with this because the. Um, I mean, there's so many issues to, to get through, but I feel, I feel like the biggest issue now is the whole Xhaka incident, as I'm calling it. Xhaka gate. See I, see, I see that as a bit of a distraction from the moment. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. But have, have, okay, I'm starting with you're, it. you're the boss. So I don't care. <laughs> and, but I thought I'd start with... Because so I, um, I was there with uh, Derma and uh, Tom, my, my, and they were, I think they were more disgusted than I was about the booing. Situation. My so my initial reaction. So when when it was announced that Jacques was being substituted, I was so surprised on a roughly sixty minutes because he very rarely gets substituted. He was a couple of weeks ago quite early on in proceedings to be substituted. I was quite surprised. So my, I involuntarily kind of laughed and cheered, but that was my uh, genuinely involuntary. I don't, as is your right. As is thank you. As is my right. Then, as far as I can make out, there was the slow walk began. Which was extraordinary, considering by that point we were really, really needed to speed things up and fucking sort this game out. And then the booing started, as far as I, I was concerned, which was shocking, and it was mass booing. And um, Dermot and Tom were like disgusted, and I was like, "Oh, you know, this is this is awkward." <laughs> and then he kind of took his shirt off, and we didn't. And you couldn't, you couldn't, lip, we couldn't lip read no, from where we you lip, were. No, we also we saw <laughs> the back of him, so we couldn't even see his lips. But he did kind of like tap. Tap Emery's hand, and there was a kind of weird. Was he shoving it away? But anyway, there was contact made between Emery's hand and his hand. As far as I can then he then he did storm off, so to speak, in down into the dressing room, and that was embarrassing. And I thought, it, and it was excruciating that he was being booed. And then there was the whole um, Torreira almost crying about it, which you saw those pictures, which was really awful. I felt that even worse about that because I love Torreira. So the whole thing was. Shocking and disturbing and appalling. Maybe, maybe. But so I was going to start by reading this though. Then I was then Darren Arsenal, who of course legendary figure, legendary Arsenal fan, as far as I'm concerned, who broke of course the big news last week about um, Delaware North, the caterers being um, possibly being revamped, rethought, and bought out of their contract. So he tweeted this morning. Such a modern thing, crying over how much stick a player gets. Loads of players have been dug out over the years and sarcastically cheered off. Many to rise and become legends. Homri got mercilessly criticised after the LFC Cup final for his performance. Vassen, going brilliantly obscure selection there. Paul Davis, Limpar, Thomas, and many more got exactly the same treatment. What Jacques got gets is tame compared to what the likes of Kevin Campbell and Andy Linegan used to get. Brilliant, brilliant use of Andy Linegan. So please spare the garbage about how it's a new thing. It's happened since I've been going. Some players can handle it. Some players can rise above it. Some can't. And if one can't, then one shouldn't be put on the pedestal of being a captain. Discuss. So, of those players you list, and I've been in the crowd, I can remember because I used to really like Kevin Campbell, and I always used to be really incredulous when people would be criticising him because I could see that he was putting the work in. None of those players knowingly, wantonly baited the fans. And I feel like, it, yes, he might have heard the sarcastic jeers for when the sub board went up. I've seen away players sprint off. When, when holding on to a 1-0 lead at the Emirates, sprint off quicker, walk off quicker than he walked off. He was making a point. I don't know what point he was making. And then within that, 
but, and it was, it, it did seem like a long time it went on for, because I think it probably was, he was walking so slowly. But um, it then became very clear that there's obviously a subplot. Something, something, I mean, there is something wrong at our club. When you said, we're going to deal with the biggest issue first, I was like, I think this is more evidence of something that's going wrong rather than this being the issue that we should do. I think that there is definite malaise, there is definite dissatisfaction with lots of stuff that's going on from the top down, and I think, think of that obviously above Emery, and I think that it's embarrassing. It was embarrassing with the whole delay on the captaincy and the note, whatever it was, the period where he was being, is he a captain, is he not? Mm. But it was, it was a joke. And then when it was made public that it was him irrespective of what a modern-day captain needs to be, and I'm not going with the chest-thumping, doesn't need to be that sort of captain, but they do need to be a certain type of player. And for me, it, it kind of sums up where we're at as a club, that he is our captain. I don't think you've got the timeline right on this, Boyd. Okay. I know, obviously, you Good were there. And no, you I may well there, be right. You may I was there, right. too, yeah. and um, so I'm just above the tunnel, so he was walking towards me. I'm almost certain that there was a cheer upon the realisation that it was Xhaka coming off. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. because of that cheer, that's what knocked him a bit sideways. And I think he was actually in the process at, the, at that point of looking to where the, the, cap, the next man. captain was and where the, the next captain's mm. arm man was. So he wasn't moving particularly quickly. I think he was just looking around once he realised it was him. While he was in the process of doing that, the crowd really got behind the fact that he was coming off, or let's just say the majority of the crowd. Yeah. But and not for the first time this season, because last time exactly the but same to happened. Me, but to me, that you're first of all pointing out, yeah, we want you off the pitch, which I think is wrong, but it's not really crossing many boundaries. It's not abuse, It's is not it? abuse. Which a lot of people have described it But as, as he was walking towards, um, towards the tunnel... Yeah. I think that that got worse before his reactions. I think it it markedly stepped up from the crowd. It was always the crowd first, and then his reaction. Crowd first, then his reaction. And the boos and things like that. I mean, look, it took 20 seconds to go off the pitch. 30 get added for a substitution. There's no way he wasted any time. There's 25 minutes um, to go in the game anyway. And so, no, half an hour, actually. It was, it was about on 60, 60 minutes, minutes, wasn't it? Mm. There was five added at the end. Mm. There's no way it's costing us time. I think he was just a bit surprised at being taken off. And I think it was disgusting. And I tell you what, right? What was disgusting? The booing? Yeah. Okay. I tell you what, I am seriously considering whether or not I attend matches. I really am. And it's the first time I've ever got to this. Because I can't stand the people I have to share that stadium with. I cannot stand it. But do you not think, Alan, because I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't want to go to matches at the moment. I have no joy. I have no joy in it. And the reason I have no joy in it is because what we are being presented with whilst being told something different. No, no, no. I don't don't care about... Do you mean presented as in the quality of football? Yes. Well, I I don't care about that. (laughs) We're we're in it to support the team regardless of the quality of football. And I've had opinions on players going down the years. God knows I've had opinions on managers going down the years. And I'll give them on here, and I might occasionally give them on Twitter without copying them in, and that's about it. When I'm in the stadium, I You're a cheer for Same everyone. Me, yeah. But that stadium is toxic. It's horrible. We've got an awful fan base. We've got an awful, awful fan base. And I tell you what. I don't, know, I don't profess to know the lifestyles of the 55,000 home 
ticket holders at that stadium. But if there's one game you should not be turning up 10 minutes late for, it's a 4.30 kickoff on a Sunday. What the hell are you doing to be arriving 10 minutes late to a game that kicks off at 4.30 on a Sunday and slowly wander into your seat, playing with your phone, talking to your kids, not watching the game, missing two goals? The stadium is full of tourists. It's awful. But the people that are doing that are exactly those people that will... Shout and scream when Alex Kleb comes back for a game because they once read that he might have scored a goal once, and it but makes that's, me that's, that's sick. That's that's giving that's giving giving heroes receptions to people like Thomas Rizicki, who absolutely <laughs> bled the cup dry. That, oh, yeah, it's oh, disgusting. If they point. can make noise, if they can make the cacophony of noise that they made when? for for sending that twenty-seven-year-old off the pitch, which was disgusting to do that in his face. They can make that kind of noise. Why can't they make that getting behind the team? Well, first of all, right, okay. If you're disgusted, were you disgusted when Abue was booed off that famously that time when he had a terrible... I didn't go to that game. Okay, well, I was there. I would have been. I would have been, I was and there. I wouldn't have done it. So I was upset because I... I've, I've, I've never not... booed anyone off in my no. life, but I have to admit, so to read your point with the timeline, no, you're absolutely right, I didn't make myself clear. I myself have to include myself in the cheering when it was announced he was being... It was, honestly, it was involuntary. Which is just you'd automatic. I kind of... Auto- I yeah. thought, oh, I was so surprised. Like, oh, wait, like that, I kind of went, you know, in a, in a silly way. And I think Dermot looked at me like, oh, okay. But I didn't I then... Yeah, I, I didn't. Shocked. What I cheered with the cheers. Shocked, yeah. I think it was a mass. Like it was so surprising. It was kind of out of the blue. And obviously, a it large wasn't out of the blue. Is... He did it against Sheffield United in our previous Premier League game. We hooked him after. Yeah. And by the way, and by yeah, the way, it happened at Sheffield United. I was in no, the away end at Sheffield United, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people cheered the I know, substitution. Oh, I know, I know. But well, some of the abuse he was getting individual shouts was also disgusting yeah, as well. It makes that. me consider whether I want to be around those people as well. Fine. And they're the hardcore that have been going for years. But that, see, that's for me. You rail against tourists. And actually, for me, first of all, I think that's society. I think that's modern society. I think that's modern football. I think that is what the football fan is now. It is the Instagram generation, the Twitter generation. I think, I think there is an Instagram application. I, also, I think it's a bit facile to say wrong. I, I, Can I finish? Because I think I hate going away in Europe apart from the lovely place I'm going, I'm going more than any other place, because I get to stand with people whose ignorance knows no bounds. And these are the hardcore. These are the ones that really care. They are the racists. They are no, the bigots. They really? are... They, I feel, yeah, I feel that I feel that... in the Arsenal fan... Yeah, yeah more, so, fan more so. You've heard racism in the Arsenal yes. fan base? Yeah. I've um, heard um, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Have, you ever been, have you been, ever been on public transport on a way to a game away in Germany? Yes, you're right. That, there, that does there, exist. There, 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 there is. And I think that... But I feel like we're but, getting... But I we think... are getting sidetracked. What I wanted to say about Granite Xhaka is it's not Granite Xhaka's fault that he's Granite Xhaka. And that's what I'm trying to <laughs> say about the state of the club. There is dissatisfaction. There is a massive case to be made that Emery is taking us back. His first 48 games, 49 now, are far worse than Wenger's last 49, where we apparently were on Well, they're not slow... far worse. They're about they're, No, they're the significantly same, worse. They're they're not really... not... Anyway, they're we're not... being bogged down. But, 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 not... We'll come back on. to that later, though. They're, but, but, they're but three then... points difference. But I'll tell you one thing, right? He can afford to lose the next two games, 10-0, <laughs> and still be five points ahead of Wenger's first 50 Premier League games in a far more difficult Premier League. No, that's interesting. Good stat. Just, to, just sorry, to, just to finish on, on the Jack situation. But r- what about Darren? The whole point, reason I read out Darren's tweet was because I think that goes against what you're saying. I think in theory, I can see what you're saying. But I, 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 let me just finish. I feel it's a bit of a generalisation that you're making about the fans, the foreign, the, the tourists, mm. and why they're coming in. Like, I, we got there like 
five, ten minutes before the game started. And getting into club level is easy, right? But the yeah, queues, but... getting in on yeah. the normal yeah, cakes, yeah, are ridiculous. It's 4.30 on a Sunday. What no, are you no, doing? No, no, you know, no, you know the queues are bad on not, a Sunday. The queues aren't bad. The queues aren't bad because people aren't turning up on time. The queues are bad because the queues are bad. Because yeah, because these days, it's too difficult to get in the fucking thing. You have to check everyone. It's a bad system. You're blaming, you're mass blaming the crowd. because you're. Let me finish one final quick point. What about Darren's point? This has been going on for years, and it's not just now with this crowd. It's different. It's been going on for years. But he has to handle different layers of it, okay? He has to handle the different layers of it. Oh, Kevin Campbell never had social media, so no one was actually pinging stuff to his phone. about the booing off. You're disgusted by the booing off, right? But but the booing off, I I genuinely don't... I, I, I know that Darren, obviously, is a hardcore fan that's been going years and years and years, and he's got links inside the club. I... Don't think actual players were booed off. I think those players got a rough oh, they ride. They were. They were. I don't I've been there. They I, got I've been booed they off. They were. They really. I mean, I remember there being a cheering football and cheering. Fans, they don't have to deal with football fans. Have always been like this. It's it's, it's mass group mentality. If we decide we don't like yeah. a player, okay, we boo them if off. He'd, if he'd only been booed off yesterday and hadn't had the death threats on social media, of the course. abuse of his wife, the abuse when he's out, when he's out, sure, but that's different, isn't it? Just in public. If he didn't have all those and all he had was the booing yesterday he wouldn't have reacted in the same way do you know what, do you know what I'm saying all those layers but contribute to his reaction yesterday and as a fan base I just don't like what I'm seeing I really do I not like what I'm seeing I, I was surprised I, 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 felt, I, I couldn't what, watch it again percentage? I could not watch it on match of the day okay. I felt so sorry for him I couldn't watch it what percentage of the ground do you think was booing because it is a bit like a bit like on Twitter you go on Twitter and it's the people who are you know, being noisy and tweeting, you think it's suddenly everyone. Yeah. Actually, it's probably only 15, 20% of a stadium, but that noise I was is significant. how loud it was, because I've yeah, but it only needs people have been 15, trying to get 20%, going and 15, 20% are singing, you can't hear it. Whereas uh, that, that, there, was, there was a palpable relief that he was being substituted. And this is where I disagree with you, Alan, that I think that that is a natural... I clapped. I didn't cheer. I clapped because I was happy. And then I very quickly got annoyed because... Yes, it might not have wasted time, but it was in a period of a game where we were needing momentum, a, sh- a spark, and it sapped us more than it gave in. And you might say it's cyclic, so did he? Res- it's chicken and egg, isn't it? It's like he responded, he absolutely responded, and he was, and I completely get it. it's abhorrent the sort of abuse that any player gets in this day and age in this social media frenzy. Of, of fans feeling like it's okay to say certain things, even call themselves fans to say that. And, I, and I'm also quite much, because I think that on a human level, I felt for him. What I didn't think was right was, and this is going back to, I'm trying to make it a bit bigger than just about Xhaka. Emery, in his charmless way to say it was wrong, but nothing else to be done, nothing else to be said, nothing else, like he is, and we joke about Ozil earlier on, Ozil's situation is a bit of a joke around it. Like, oh, he's, he's fine, he's earning loads of money, he's that. He's probably under loads of pressure. He's probably getting loads... Of, he, I've seen some of the things that he's been tweeted and various, various other bits of supposed f- fan feedback. But there's idiots everywhere in that but, respect. But, this is but a I mean, Emery, this Emery's is... answer at the end of the game is, is a, a reaction in a language that, yeah, I know yeah. he's struggling with, where he has to make a point on a very, very difficult situation without actually gathering the facts after, the, after a 2-2 draw. But I, wanted to, I also wanted to point out about Ian Wright on Match of the Day. Now, in the 97-98 season, we played Blackburn at home 
in November or December. Lost 3-1. We lost 3-1. It was an appalling performance. Now, two and a half months earlier, he'd been at the windows of the Avenal Road dressing rooms because he just broke the scoring record against Bolton and there was a crowd gathered outside and he was out, out the window with his boots and that vest that he wore in that game. At that particular game, people were gathered at the bottom of where the dressing rooms were and they were chanting about Wenger and not being good enough to be the manager. And Wright opened the window and he argued with all of those fans and he swore at those fans. And he's just on match of the day last night. And I love Ian Wright, but he's on match of the day last night talking about Xhaka as if that incident didn't particularly happen. That happened. I was there. I was actually there watching it unfold in front of me. He opened the window and he swore at all the fans below and obviously we went on to win the double that season when Adams and Keane changed tactics. Massive, massive Yeah, it's a different context. It's a different context. What's the difference context between because that? Because this is in the middle of a game. game where people this is no, no, him no, no, getting no. harangued. This is in the middle of a game. But that's worse. It's worse, if anything. I don't, no, I don't agree. Actually, I no, think no, no, there's, no. More, there's more connection between player and fan in that era as well, where people were, like, they felt like their voice was... And you would have players having conversations, and it might be arguments, mm. but actually what he was doing at that point was defending something. What... Xhaka's behaviour yesterday was childish. Un, un, uh, irrespective of everything that goes on around it, it was the reaction of a child because he was upset. Yeah. And, he, and, and I think that this is... It gets back, and I keep trying to bring it back. What sort of a club makes a player like Granite Xhaka who is limited in ability... And that's what I say. It's not his fault he's Granite Xhaka. He's not... And it's always oh, popular in the dressing room. Do you know what? Five or six players are really fucking popular in the dressing room. Do we give them all well, the captain seats? He's the most popular but, because but this, it was a public this, vote, right? No, that was this was that. Yeah, they, there was. Uh, you mean a private vote? A vote among the players? But that wasn't yeah. that was Sorry. what that wasn't what they, they they that was to back up what they had already the decision they'd already made. They wanted to make it. They wanted to understand that they'd made the right decision. And they they he, is but a he still had that. No, he, but, was a, he was a he was a populist the, choice, and that is fine. If but that says gonna, something, doesn't it? But, that doesn't but, just mean they like going around his house. I mean, they respect him as a leader and a footballer. But, but, but. And, and a limited so, ability is, I think that's pre- pretty harsh. I mean, he's been played out of position most of the time. But, and he does good things. And the numbers say, show he, that he, he does, does good well, things for us. You, you no, 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 when no, he's no, in the, the team. The, if you're going to, this is where the, what's that term? Someone was using a term for like the one thing he does do well. I, and I don't want to batter him because I do, I do get on a human level. It, it's, it's almost like kicking a man when he's down. Every time I was looking forward, and we'll get to the Europa League game, which was also dire without Xhaka, but I was genuinely excited about seeing a Xhaka-less Arsenal because I think, for me, his selection in every game, because he's captain... Per Mertesacker was captain. He was not picked in every game. He was there as a figurehead. He was there as a leader. And he was, he a was great... mostly injured, though, wasn't he? But, no, no, no. When he, was, he, was, he was often on the bench. He was often part mm-hmm. of the squad. He was a positive I mean... role model, and he still is at the club. And that's someone who's got charisma and is a good leader they do not if you're going to go club captain but don't necessarily have to play to have him selected and listen I, think I don't even think uh, it pushes Torreira out of position I know Torreira playing as right. this is we get back to our club and where we're at and if we are going to say we're happy that someone like Granit Xhaka is our captain then I'm going to say that that's not good enough I agree but I don't even think it's about the captaincy I think it's, bec- I think it's about um, the fact that I think most of the fans, and I include myself in this, and it's, it's kind of agreeing what you just said, most of the fans feel that he is a big, big weakness, in the t- and, it, and they can't understand. And I know you've got all your stats, but let me just say this. 
I don't think the vast majority of fans can understand why Wenger picked him week in, week out, why now he's picked pick, 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 pick week in, week out. And the captaincy is almost like a kind of gaslighting the fans to going, right, I've picked the, his, that making him like the most likely player to be picked, first of all, on the team sheet, week in, week out. And the fans are like, oh my God, we've endured years and years. And I'm sorry, I feel mediocrity. He would not get anywhere near most of our rivals' teams, I feel. But who would? Well, a lot of players would. I think I think Torreira would. I think Guendouzi would. I think um, I think all, all our attack would. No, you don't need no that chance. at all. I think he's bottom. I think he's pretty much the last player any team would want. No, if you put him be tried... about six or no, seven. No, no, no. And let me say this: on the match of the day analysis, I, I mean, I thought the I thought it was absolutely fascinating analysis of how of how he was not available to get the ball. And the players and that, didn't want to give it to him. And that was remarkable. In the and I thought, did you watch that? And, I and did you watch look it. at that, and you, and you watch say, it. Ian Wright failed to mention the the fact that. Uh, actually, Emery tells them to pass out wide in those moments. Once it's gone central, go central no, one. No, that's, right, not, that's irrelevant. He was not. He that, that's irrelevant. If he is not there, he was not available he to give the ball. And if he was not an option, he was or not. That's not the option. They trust give. What, you're anymore. telling me. Hold on, hold on. Now. You're that's telling not me. Emery they... sends them out, going, "You can't, you can't pass it to to Xhaka, even though he's in the midfield and he can't be available to pass right. the ball." That's we, not right. Right. That I, can't be. Right. I would assume. I would assume that Emery has watched enough times where someone with their back with their back to the goal that we're attacking has received the ball in that situation in the middle and we've been caught out. Right and we've been playing out wide a lot of the time since then. And not once no. it's gone central, not all, once it's gone no. central that, that pass, I mean, it was on a couple of times as well. I mean, yeah, they exaggerated it on that. I don't think he's trusted I, no, to I, receive the ball under pressure because he keeps... That's, that's like the, the last ball you would play. It's the last ball you would play. And a lot of the time, he was much more available than they tried to make out I don't on think that's day last night. I, don't I think genuinely that's... think that is the big, a big stitch-up job, that. that. That little graphic segment was an absolute stitch-up job. There's no way that he'd have been the pass that we wanted to play at that point anyway. You get the four backs up... The fullbacks were on the halfway you, line. You know that half the time, you watched it out with the way we play. Half the time, the players, the players are playing it across the back, playing it, passing it back to the goalkeeper. To because there's no, there's no option to in the midfield. No, 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 no. They pull the team onto yeah, us. Yeah, half the time they do try and go through midfield, and every now and then, Gwendausi particularly manages to pick up the ball, get the ball to him, and he and, and, he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he runs forward with it and, and does quite or, well. Or pass it between but Xhaka is neither defending. Neither and not neither is he available for a pass as they put, even if it was just he what? was available. But he, he even was when they ma- put that circle around him, he was definitely available. Yeah, he was in space. He was available, and he was in, in he space. Could, you know, he could have made himself that. way and more. Available. And you think you think that's because the coach's I, directive? I think that is a directive that that is that. a last resort pass, that ten yard forward pass when you've already got it. Because when Luis gets the ball, he usually is actually looking for a forward runner. On both wings. He's the no, pass that, is yeah, going to be much longer than the line-breaking <laughs> pass is what you're saying. What we, yeah, what but we, the line-breaking pass isn't on the edge of the, the circle in your half. No, but, it's but a, there, it's there a last-resort t- pass. There are times when, I, I mean, I, this in a way, Sheffield United, watching us try to pull on a team that were 1-0 up in the 85th minute, trying to draw them onto us to play the same... Well, to the extent that Sabayos had to go back and be between our but, two centre-backs but, but that's because, to try and drive something forward. But no, that's because the director... And, and that's, the, that's the director from the coach that does me, my head in more than anything because it's that get it back to front quickly once we've pulled a team on. 
teams know that about us. But now. they don't come on to us. No, That's they don't. The and so, so therefore, it makes us look stupid. Exactly. And that when you're saying it's got we, to be we, an alternative, tra- though. But there, well, there has to be an alternative. In which case, who finds that alternative? We've talked more about. <laughs> I mean, we've only really talked about Shaka, which is quite remarkable, but fair enough. And Josh hasn't um, talked at all. I want to hear what's all from Josh. Josh, well, you know, keeps, keeps his. Gareth's first appearance of a season, Alan's only second. Happy to let the, the guest <laughs> yeah, speak. Nice. But I do want to make a point about the captaincy from here on in when we come back after the break. Oh, I'm excited about this point. Uh, let's take a quick break. Think you know everything about Frank Sinatra? Then think again. Award-winning Richard Shelton brings Frank Sinatra's story and his iconic songs to life in a new show at Wilton's Music Hall in London, October the 22nd through to November the 2nd. Go to wiltons.org.uk and grab your tickets now. And we're back from the break, and Josh has a point to make about the captaincy from here on in. Well, I think we want to talk about what do we do now, because I expected, and I think Tim Payton made the point on Twitter last night that, you know, was there going to be a statement last night? Was there going to be a a tweet or a social media post, maybe from Granit Xhaka, saying that he got caught up in the heat of the moment, that he was partially at fault for the second goal, that it's an honour to play for Arsenal, it's been an honour to be captain, he got caught up in the moment... And he apologises and he'll respect whatever decision the, the club make from here on in. And it would have at least started to draw a line under it. Because in the grand scheme of things, he hasn't done anything that's sackable. Or that means he can't return to be an Arsenal player. Like some people were exaggerating on social media and maybe on some of the Arsenal Man TV videos. I, I glimpsed last night suggesting that <laughs> maybe this was his Arsenal career done. It, of course it's of not. a problem as well. Yeah. We we, we don't have a big enough squad where we can do without Granit Xhaka from here on into the rest of the season. Whether he starts, whether he's on the bench, we very clearly need him I to think have, we have a, a big enough, We have a big enough squad for him to be in the My cup gut team. is he's going to remain captain. I honestly think he, oh, sure he right. will. And I did, I did the poll on our Arsenal uh, podcast Twitter account and 80% of the sort of 350 people that voted in that hour when I had a look wanted him not to be. That mm. he won't, uh, believe, sorry, not that, want, not that wanted, believe that he won't be. But I was quite surprised. I, I don't see a situation, because almost, no. if you take the captaincy away, you almost have to take him away from playing. And he's popular with the players. Well, I don't think that's true. And the true. players on social media, I mean, of course mm. it's PR company, of course it's third parties, mm. as we, Rebecca yeah. Vardy will testify to. <laughs> but they have shown he's popular and they're going to stick by him. I, I, and I think the club will make some kind of you know, gesture. I don't know if it's a small fine or something, but he's going to remain our captain. I, I think, think a lot of people may have misread your question between what they <laughs> wanted <laughs> to Amazing. happen yeah. and what they thought would happen because, um, I, I mean, I read it as what do, what do you actually think is going to happen here? Because obviously we're not the ones making the decision. No. Um, I think, I, 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 I agree with you. I don't think they're going to strip him of the captaincy. I, uh, but I think the main reason, I, I don't agree, I, I feel his behaviour was childish and, and petty. And, and, and I'm not saying I don't, I understand it. I, I think it was a visceral reaction to a very unpleasant moment. And so on that level, but equally, I think, for example, I think if, another, if, if almost half the other players have got that treatment, they wouldn't have necessarily behaved the way he did. I think there is something... I'm trying not to be too offensive. There's something... I think he's a bit of a dickhead. Mm. And I've always thought that. From the very first game he played for Arsenal, um, you know, he gets... Every, it's become a cliche. He gets booked needlessly in every single game. He's got a kind of like an, a kind of slightly 
nasty edge to him, which, which, when it's one of your players, you kind of generally don't mind See, that. I don't, I don't think he We've has. had bigger I, dickheads I want, down the years. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 I think he wants to be seen as... Gwendouzi is way more of a shithouse than Jacker is. Absolutely. But Gwendouzi's shithousery is, 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 is somehow less But no, Jacker, I've prickish. seen him genuinely, like, he's left a footing because he feels like he has, he wants to be that dominant midfielder. I don't, I think he's a really nice passer of the football. I think if, and Alan's right, yeah. he's not, he's being made again, not quite as badly as was under Wenger when he literally was at a screen in the back. Back, back four, but he's being made to play out of position. But we have so many players that can play in that position, who I believe are better, that I would rather see them in that. And if he is to be found a space in the team to be a ball-playing central midfielder, then we do that. If our formation, our tactics don't suit that, then why the hell are we giving him the captaincy? Because our, you're right, we play a certain way and we play it again and again and again and again, and it is joyless. I mean, I doff my catch Emery for turning a squad full of creativity and brilliant individual players into a joyless. I don't even call it Which pragmatic. Ones? What in terms? Which ones? Aubameyang. You've got Pepe. You've got you've got Özil. You've got Sma- Pepe. Well, I mean, that's completely okay. unproven that. No, no, but he is, he's a, cre- he is a creative all. player. Um, I mean, Lacazette is stinking the place out at the moment. Really? And, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, in the game and a half he's had since coming back from a month and a half out injured, where he was well, his overall scoring. Arsenal career, he, he has he, fifty nine uh, blanks, fifty nine blanks. In I games. mean, his, his scoring record is poor for sweet. us. Sweet, and I, I actually Mary. don't think he's a particularly good player. I think oh, he's a phenomenal centre forward. No, I love. I think he's, yeah. Well, look at his numbers. Well, I, they're not good at numbers. They're not good at all. Fifty nine blanks in the in the oh. two and two and a bit seasons he's had. 59 blanks in those games. Uh, he came to us off the back of 36 in 44 in Ligue 1. He's not done anything like that at all. He has had and to Pe- play and a Pepe, very different role. The fact that Pepe can't take a corner probably tells you that oh, hang on. he did probably we, flew. Hang on, hang on. Score two goals on. Hang on. Miss hit corner. <laughs> what, so the, one that, uh, the one that, by the way, Lacazette then flicked on because he's not a very good centre forward. Miss hit um, corner. That he then flicked cor- on. Pepe, corner Pepe's corners for us, uh, about 80% of them oh have been... Oh, my God. Yeah, you're a, a, to you're, you're a Jacker man. apologist. <laughs> I'm not, actually. Uh, and and I, I think that... Uh, the punchline to everything I've off. said about Jacker is, I think he's OK. Oh, there's probably better players that we can but have we, there. We but have... A, a, I'm, I'm making that point. People have, tend... Uh, we've got a weird... We've got a very weird fan base in that there's certain players that will get overrated beyond belief and that we seem to want to do well that probably are not capable of. And yet, you have someone like Olivier Giroud, and he got hounded yeah. week in, week out. Who had superb numbers, a superb one-touch finish. He had way more blanks than that, though. Difference. Way more blanks. What are you talking about? He didn't. Giroud would go 12, 13 games. I already checked it, because I know that you, you have it. I don't care. I don't care. Lacazette does not go 12, 13 games without scoring. Percentage-wise, he's nowhere near in He was a phenomenal centre-forward that brought other players into Well, he was our only... First of all, it was different, because Giroud was our only forward, centre-forward. He played on his own most of the time, and he was totally relying on his mediocrity Different secondly rubbish. we've now got Lacazette who is an all-round forward is who can it? do exactly what he's he did he's not an all-round forward he he's proven all-round he's forward. not an all-round forward because he's not got all-round forward numbers but that's not just all. scoring In is it position. it's everything it's linking up the play Giroud it's is. providing for other players but it's being a strong like powerful Lacazette. force up front a fast oh my right. god are you telling me you'd rather have Giroud than Lacazette absolutely 100% that is embarrassing anyone that's watched us for the last seven years if they answer Lacazette over Giroud then they're not Watching no. us properly. No, you're, that's nonsense. I mean, man, Giroud, this, this has got me torn. The numbers are Alan, there. The numbers are there. Fuck about the 
numbers. I don't give a fuck about numbers. I watched I watched Giroud for five years and I watched the mediocrity of our team. He scored over 100 goals in those five years. I don't care. And Lacazette could stay another five seasons and wouldn't even get to that total. I don't care. You can shout about Lacazette all you want, but the simple fact is I watched the games week in, week out and we were all we were mediocre, tedious and mediocre because we had a very mediocre since forward. The whole thing I don't think we were tedious. We've now got we've now got an incredibly exciting front three, four players. And why? you can say they're overrated. Hold on, let me finish. Why do we you're think judging that, Pepe more than you're judging players that I watch years in, years out. And he's, and he's, in, he's on my first 10 games for Arsenal, practically. You're, you, you judge others for judging players quickly, but you're judging him completely quickly. You ruled well, him I'm out not, about three Thomas weeks. Thomas He's now scored two I'm brilliant sorry, free not. kicks. His, his, um, his play, his delivery from set pieces is brilliant. I'm sorry. It's awful. Absolute, that's bullshit. He's scored two amazing free kicks. He won it's us the game. Awful. You're just ignoring that fact. You're just Listen, ignoring the free kicks. Right, they, were they myth-hit too? Answer the question. He point, either took point, two point, free kicks or not. Point. When's the last time an Arsenal player scored two free kicks from direct free kicks in a game? That is just a freak occurrence, oh. and it will be proved to be a freak occurrence. The more you watch him, the more you watch him, it will be proved to be a freak occurrence, because he can't even take a corner properly. Now, I'm not saying that Pepe... <laughs> is a bad player in all this. I I'm know saying you like being, I know you, you like being overrating him. No, you're I'm, wanting him to do no, I'm more. Sa- I'm sa- you're, no, you're I'm te- saying you're what sort he's of doing a player more is. than he's done. I'm and, saying what and, sort of a player he was. And Lacazette's another one. Where, where people Let's are, not are show over each other. Over. Let's listen to what I'm saying. But, but Lacazette is another one where people are bending over, the, over themselves to say, oh, I No, we watched him playing really well. No, 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 no. We watched him playing really well. Let's wait. Let's wait. He was, wasn't he? Oh, he was our player of the season last year. He was our player of the season. He was our player of the season. Did we all imagining it? Were we all deluded into thinking he was our player of the year? It was, he was a voted. poor heat. It was a poor. So he, he wasn't. So he was our best player, but among oh right, so it's fine. <laughs> so I wouldn't have had him as our best player, but who was who deserved? Nobody else was. No, oh, so he had a really good season. He was our best player, but you're still judging him because his figures, his, his figures aren't up there with I don't know Ian Wright and etc. etc. And he and he, it's, it's a ridiculous. I'm visibly watching him. He's a really really good player. Anyway, let's move. We have to talk about the fucking. Oh, he's been poor. We have to talk about the fucking VAR. <laughs> uh, first we? of all. Yes, we do, because what really irritates me is that we're more angry. You're more, you are more angry about fucking Pepe no. and, you know, the treatment of Xhaka and, you know, Emery than we are about the thing that, that stopped us from winning that game. We should have won that game with that goal that was grotesquely disallowed due to VAR. No, we have to no, 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 no. It wasn't disallowed because of VAR. It was disallowed by the way it's being implemented. And this is the yeah. big thing. VAR isn't the problem. The problem is how the directors... What was really weird about this whole weekend is there's been so much press build-up over the last few weeks about there's no decisions overall, no decisions overall. So they had their little black box meeting where no one gets to know what's being spoken about. Nothing came out. And all of a sudden, things got overruled. The Michael Keane penalty was almost as absurd. Because I say almost, I do think it was... But there were certain things that happened... Yeah. And it, last night it really annoyed me because I was like, oh, I'm going to be the first to say this. I've been saying this for weeks, but actually then Match of the Day 2 said it last night. That, it's like if there was like a sad tune playing with a little VAR screen beside the pitch because no one goes... Like, there are, <laughs> it is not being used. Referees yeah. have got a directive not mm. to use it. Mm. And that was what angered me yesterday. First of all, I do buy into what people are saying about it's diminishing the fan experience. It's making it 100%. really confusing. Yeah, it's everything and about actually, it's what was mad about that goal, that legitimate goal that was scored, because I have had neutrals, like I have a good friends, a Palace fan, and he texts me going, I'm, I, I, we, we, we have dodged a bullet there because it, 
could have been called a foul. Could have been called. Could, no, someone, no, no, so, no, 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 no. It was the no, worst. No, it, it was the worst it VAR it could rule. Have been done, and then by it would have far. been up, uproar because Chambers does put his leg in a position. That could, but then actually, the person that's come through the back of Chambers immediately before that. But there was so much going on yeah. that it couldn't couldn't be. But someone in a room that decided with their monitor that it was. And what should have happened, that's why I say about how it's being implemented, all Atkinson had to do was go across, look at the screen, go, I, I mean, he's not... As the faultless. more senior referee. As the more senior referee and the one that's actually refereed Premier League games, not just nine championship games. Um, who, that's the... Apparently, that's what Jared. I was told. The, Jared was in the uh, was the VAR yeah. man. Well, we heard Australian. him for 10 we heard him. at the stadium. Absolutely extraordinary. We heard I him. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, Down in the bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah, it was bizarre. Did, that yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, to add to everything, the, the comedy of like him saying, it's just routine oh, comms check. Martin, Martin, can you hear me? Martin, can you hear me? Is that because you've got Sky as no, well? No, 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 no. They've obviously mixed the sound Yeah. Absolutely. For the tannoy, because yeah. it came out over the tannoy. And I was actually thinking, I must be muted by all the journalists that follow me, because, um, and obviously, you know, why not? Maybe a couple. <laughs> but <laughs> I put this out, and I was thinking, that's a huge story. All these stories about VAR yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And the fact that we've had ten minutes of yeah. the open comms link yeah. played to us in the stadium. So could you hear it was other extraordinary. It. Yeah, it was, they were it was, chatting. Yeah, they were, they chatting. were chatting away. They were it actually one, chatting I, I, away. Me, we were so... We were down so, in block 12, we did not have that. We were so stunned by the whole thing. We, I actually wrote yeah. down... Um, some of the things he said. Like at one point, someone said, "This is just routine comms check." Jared to <laughs> yeah. Jared, and yeah. we're like, "Well, it's not because it's coming over the loudspeaker, yeah. and we can all hear it." And they started talking about, "Yeah, I know about something or other." Some in the in the first VAR check, we reversed the um, the booking penalty. and all of that, and the penalty. Yeah, uh-huh. It went on for about ten minutes, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. And it was extraordinary because you thought at one point he could actually say something that's going to get me a bitch. He could have said something like, "I don't know, Arsenal shit, aren't they?" I don't, you know, yeah, just anything. for a joke. Because yeah. Jared, by the way, had very little experience. <laughs> that Lacazette's so great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking like Pepe shit at corners. It, all of it, it was extraordinary just to add to the surreal nature of the whole thing. But just one thing I want to say about the VAR. It crystallised. It's all. Of, it's everything about VAR is shit, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. that was the worst of the worst, and everyone's scandalised by it. And but what I feel, what I feel, it kind of summed up for me is uh, what I hate about our fan base isn't what you hate about our fan base. What I hate about I can hate on- lots of things. Yeah, on, but what I hate about the online fan base more is the fury was not about that. That robbed us of that game. We were fucking robbed of that game. Yep, and people true. say it's you can't blame it on that. Yes, in this case, 100%. we legitimately yeah. scored 100%. a goal. Do you not think that's... And they're more angry about oh Emery and this and that and everything else and than that thing that robbed us of three fucking but points. There's a difference between fifth cracks. and th- no, paper over the cracks. I hate that phrase. Well, but it, it might have done it, it, because we'd have then won and you, gone, oh, you've played badly. We'd won that we game. We played well enough to win that game and we should have won that game. They, they outshot they, us they on out, XG. Yeah. They did. They, they were better. I know I think, a lot of people don't take that. I mean, on the numbers, we have plenty they, of shots. On the, no, we have plenty of shots. They look dangerous. Every point on the numbers. I looked at the stats. We have more shots. As it went to 2 2, I was happy with the draw. Alan, can you answer? On good chances. On good chances. We'd have more than enough players. Three of clubs in the Premier League allowing shots. Because we were a couple of weeks ago we're in the bottom three bottom five bottom now. five we've now. risen oh, yeah we've, we've risen, risen up we've risen Boy, um, that's, yeah. that's that's more the concern for me and i'm i'm, I'm with you i was but back incandescent on. that that goal oh. was disallowed because it shouldn't have been but and i go, think go, go to the that makes talk to a german fan i've got a couple of german friends who and it is implemented unsurprisingly way more efficiently and way more openly <laughs> and the fans are not up in arms about it but this no you're right but this is a british this is an our english fa yeah, only we went, thing that on. we don't they don't use the screens that is their we bizarre went, directive they don't we went use the from screens. friday night 
in the Southampton Leicester game. It got played on the screen. Where they showed it on the screen. And you just completely get the crowd on side. Obviously, Southampton is 1-0 down and they've lost a man. But they can see why Why? they're 1-0 down. Done. Even their own player. Two, going, Forty-eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And also, you've got this weird moment of Bertrand looking up and going, mm, "Fair enough. <laughs> How do I get out of that one?" Um, and forty-eight hours later, we're, we're in the peculiar situation. But if this game had happened a month ago, it's a goal, and that's the problem. But yeah. it's because of this conversation that's it's gone pathetic. on. You can't be. It was just chance, and nothing got overturned. You know, and then suddenly, what we're one seeing Keane. We're seeing the. We've had two. We are even the, the Zaha thing, which was the right decision. Yeah, was the Chambers right has got off lightly, by the way. I, oh, come on, it's Will Zaha. What do you mean he's got off lightly? Why? Like, come on, dangling his little leg there. Like, I mean, I was oh, poor, you mean for that defending? Like, come on. I agree. Oh, yeah, the shocking game. His delivery going forward. It was terrible as well. Poor game, and he's like, he's killed Maitland Niles as confidence. That's gone. I mean, yeah. Bellerin's just presumably not quite fit enough, but hopefully well, he he's coming back very, very quite, soon. Well, he didn't look quite didn't right. Maitland really Niles quite. also had a t- had a, gave the ball away terribly. But he you also can't... isn't a right back. Hang on. <laughs> and he's not I'm a right not... back. No, I'm not, fine. But I saw, a tweet not... I, saw this, I saw a tweet yesterday listing all of the people, all of these people whose lives he's ruined, apparently. Emery, like, you know, for substituting them, basically. I, I was going to tweet, he's just made substitutions. Yeah. You can't slag, slag a coach off, a manager off, for making substitutions Hang that on. make perfectly good sense to be sensitive to the needs of the these people no, no. substituting. You, you can slag a manager I off. Bet a vast majority of those are ones that used to slag Wenger off for not reacting. Well, of course, to the 70 exactly, minute. exactly. And he's but reacting on players that play so, okay, Alan, do you, Are you in the belief that Emery is the right man to manage our club? I doubt it. So, yes or no? That was. I such doubt. A That's a fair enough answer. I, I doubt, doubt it as well, it. but I don't know for I sure. It. I'm agnostic. He's, um, he's, as I said, he's. Look, look. He. He, he took over a squad that included ineffective players like Mkhitaryan, Awobi, Mustafi, Jenkinson, Perez, Maitland-Niles. Awobi's doing very well at Everton, by the way. Yeah, well, he can and, because and, there's and no can... pressure to be better than you're expected to be at Arsenal. And I think it's a perfect club for him. Same as Welbeck at Watford. He'll, he'll shine once he comes back from injury. <laughs> as I said. <laughs> I the first... And then next. Fair enough. Yeah. Emery's been in charge for 48 Premier League games. In an era where there is a notable top six, and arguably, after what we saw on Friday night, there's possibly a top seven. Okay? So Leicester are definitely up there. Yeah. He's had 48 games in that environment, and he will outscore Arsene Wenger's first 50 games with a squad he inherited of Seaman, Dixon, Winterman, Vieira, Bold, Adams, Platt, Wright, Merson, Bergkamp, Keown. He will outscore that comfortably... Even if we lose ten nil in our next two games, which is a really interesting stat, fifty game stage, yeah. it is much harder at the moment. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm erring onto the side that I don't think he's the right man. But let's not get when, carried away when we with brought, those comparisons. When we, when we brought it's him a different in, world. When we brought him in, the Europa League success was a big thing that we kept being told. Look at his record in the Europa League. He's won, the that, he's won that. Have you seen his league finishes during those during that period? Yeah, there, I, I there, think there's a lot to be concerned about. And it's, there was and a hell it, of a lot. We said this at the time. We said this at the time. But we also said he's taking something over that has had five years of malaise mm. attached to it. Yeah. So how how do you drag yourself out of that? Uh, Mike, I, I agree with Alan about this. What I am concerned about, I mean, I'm totally. I, I feel 100 agree. I feel totally, as everyone listening knows. I feel like I'm overly trying to be fair to him, and I think it is outrageous how people are calling him a cunt, and they're like, oh. "You fuck off," and bin him, and you know, 
just judging him in this. Uh, but the same so people, you, by you, the way, probably saying we're being we're abusing yeah. um, Xhaka. Anyway, say the abuse. I don't like watching football under Unai Emery. But I think I don't even like that's football. fair, though. That's fair. But that's even that, though, even that is exaggerated because there's plenty of moments in moments games yeah, by but, players. But, but the fact is. When those moments occur, like we, we nearly scored a brilliant goal, that Pepe goal, that, you know, that, that he didn't score. But that was a beautiful, well, fast that, move, yeah. right? And I said this last week. Who, how do we know that's not how he wants us to play? Why, is it, why are we blaming him for the fact that the players aren't doing what they should... Oh, is it his fault that we went, lost that two-goal lead yesterday? Did he send them out going, right, we've got two in front, now I want you to collapse mentally and physically? But no, boy, he, he has got a tendency of being ultra-cautious in games yeah. we should be... Strong favourites to but win. But I don't had, know. Had, had Leicester, had Unai Emery in charge on Friday night, won their luck and the player up, they would have won 2-0 at best. Well, I don't. Because, I mean, because and I hate to say this because Brendan Rodgers makes my skin crawl, but you look at someone who's a dynamic, I think he's a thrusting manager. Put some, uh, but he's but got he's, less pressure at Leicester he to, has. to win that game 2-0. Than than, than, than chase, than chase a record. So and and really I love the fact they. Thing. By the way, I love the fact they were chasing a record. But also, Les- Johnny Evans actually yeah, points they went, and says, "Let's get yeah. the ninth. Yeah, yeah. but Leicester aren't aren't a basket case defensively as we have been for the last five, six, seven years. But, and that and you can't. Everyone's ignoring Leicester this fact. Have the, the tension no, 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 no. intentionally into positions they, they need, and they're playing players oh, yeah. in the right. Of course position. they are. No, Do you know what the saddest thing was yesterday, boys? That was as good a team as we can put out. <laughs> yeah, it was a great team. Depressing. Yeah, it was, a team. Well, it was depressing. Look at that team. Team selection was great. And we went 2 0 up. But he's not fit enough at the moment, Bellerin. So maybe. I think, okay, maybe. But that was pretty. That's as good as we're going to yeah, get I agree. on the pitch. And we went 2 0 up. And that was a sad moment. The fact that our fans booed off our play, that was a sad moment. VAR ruining the fan experience and also cheating us. I didn't really enjoy no, yesterday. I can sort of relate to what Alan was saying at the top about not, not enjoying I it. Think but it's I, not but enjoying it. It's no, not no, results in no, football based. No, I've got to be clear yeah. about See, I'm that. Loving, some, I'm of my loving... best times, some of my best times at, at Arsenal have been in yeah, bad years. As a fan experience, I was. I mean, I felt so embarrassed the way I celebrated that Socrates goal. This is the experience. Yeah, the experience was horrible. I'd have yeah. Look, I've Alan, also you... gone and we have watched us be Some, shit at I... all these games. You know, Josh, but I've made I a mind. decision I to enjoy, enjoy seeing my friends who I see at Arsenal. I've made a really conscious yeah. decision because I said I think we had this conversation last year, not on the pod, but just you and you and I in private, that I had lost the love. Yeah. I'd lost the joy of going yeah. to football and it wasn't results-based. I don't it love wasn't entertainment. It wasn't it? a sense of yeah. entitlement. It was a fact that for various reasons, you talk about the, the tourists, I would talk about, it's more about the customers than tourists. I don't mind the tourists. We are cu- no, we're customers. We are not fans. We are treated as customers by that club and the more it goes on, the further yeah. away we will be from what the fan experience used to be because actually that did used to be camaraderie Gallows humour. Some uh, similar. I've had some of the best times away from home, with some of the worst performances and some of the worst teams. But you were there with your friends, and you were having, you were sharing. Life is about shared experiences, and that's what football can and should be. However, there is no joy in this shared experience because the club is sapping it. I've got to clarify. Clarify. It's easy for me to say. Clarify the tourist comment. I don't mean the, the, the people that come for a, a one-off game. I think that is a problem. But obviously, if you're coming in and out and you're watching a one-off game, you are part of the experience and you're probably enjoying it more. I mean, we've got too many season ticket holders that are picking and choosing games and they're living in London, they're earning a, a few quid and they think that Arsenal's the place to come along and, and bring their families for a weekend and not actual supporters of the club. They're just going 
and using their tickets. Can and I, just, I think the club I get that. Full and of I get people. what you're saying. Can I just say this though? I think we'd be, we have to have predictions in a minute. We're running out of time. Sorry, but at the point where we scored our third goal yesterday, our perfectly legitimate goal yesterday, and rescued that game. I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking about the tourists or whatever the, commu- the community experience isn't as good as it was in my fantasy world ten years no, ago. No, because it, it was, was exactly the same. With my friends. It was every bit as good. The feeling was every bit as good as it was 10, 20 years ago when we came back from behind or whatever and we rescued a game against whoever it was in that period. And I think, I think, I think sometimes like everyone likes to adopt a position that it's all gone to shit and it's all terrible and the, isn't football shit. Boy, so, you can't have enjoyed the VAR moment. But actually, no, no, no. But for me, the, the, re- the only thing to be really furious about was the VAR moment. Yeah, I, okay. That which is terrible. That is ruining football. But I think the crowd, the atmosphere... Even even the after even after players, Jack again, it was sad though. when we scored. But I'm not sad personally. But hang on, you said I'm you really felt. Enjoying, would you if I'm you really now could go back? Would you still boo? Say, would you still enjoying, boo? What? Would you still boo Jacka? I didn't boo him. I never booed players. You said you applauded the Okay, would you cheer? I've never booed a player. Okay, would you cheer the substitution? It's kind of similar. Cheering a substitution. It was involuntary, and I was happy they got substituted because I think he's. When you say it's involuntary, you'd rather not have cheered the substitution. If we get if it happened again now, would you still cheer? I don't. I didn't. Think about. It. I didn't think I'm now going to cheer him. It was literally. I was like, oh, he's coming off now. Six minutes. That's incredible. I'm happy about it. I'm going to cheer. Okay. And I'm sorry. You didn't have if time he can't to think take about that, it. I think that. I don't think that's abuse. I think I'm. I pay a fucking huge amount of money every week. I think he's pretty shit. I think he is indicative of what's wrong with the team. And I think if he didn't play week in week out, we'd be quite a lot better. Despite everything that Alan says. Anyway, we have to move on to predictions. Sorry that I kind of gave myself the last word about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm mm. enjoying it. I, I'm still enjoying I think... it. And people are like, that. there's a list of, you know, someone put a list of all the things that haven't happened since Emery became manager. And it was so amazing it. under, under Wenger. I'm absolutely fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, it's you, much less neutral. boring than it was under Wenger. It's much less boring. What? Not the football, just the experience. Honestly, it is. It's, games are more eventful. It's less predictable. It's just different. And that's why I wanted difference. And I've got it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's sorry. very predictable. Yes, I texted my mate, who's Palace fan, when we're tuning up and said, "You're still in this." You're game. absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, no, you're different. in it. <laughs> oh, our shitness! The fact that we're capable of of no, and we didn't do that under it. Wasn't it 49 games in a row that when we were tuning up, we didn't give away, and now we've done it twice under Emery recently? Yeah, I think. we haven't. Uh, we haven't won a Premier League game by more than one goal. So yeah, um, yeah I mean that is an issue. Yeah, yeah. I'm not defending that. It's yeah. definitely. A, I'm not saying I'm not worried, so but much, I'm equually. So much joy there. But equally, we're fifth, and in about a month's time, if we if in we time yeah, when we go to Leicester move, away and get beat 3-1 this, this if we keep, we'll be nine points off them or something and if that's the case then they'll probably sack him and I won't be, he's got I won't a year, be that he's got a year. he's got a year I don't know if he will I think if we, the results went really bad I'm sure they'd get rid of him I think they yeah, would I, th- I think there's more of a cutthroat thing anyway we have to do predictions Marino was in the fucking crowd wasn't he on he Thursday Why, I mean, there's, a, there's, a thing in non, there's a family so, link to the club right so, so, to Victoria we need to, we need to finish sorry so Leon's telling us as, off. As Gareth will know uh, in, non, in non-league football, um, there's a thing where just non-league managers, once they see another manager under pressure, they yes. just turn up at the yeah. game yes. and yeah. sit behind yes. them that is and just wait for the directors right. to work. What's going to happen? Liverpool, Arsenal. Uh, Oxley Chamberlain was Chamberlain was score. It's totally overrated. This uh, this Klopp's improved him rubbish. But you love I overrated, feel, underrated. Carry on. Yeah. Well, look, there's no way Klopp's improved him. He's as, he's as inconsistent <laughs> and awful as, and he fluked two goals. Pepe, he's going to score. Okay, but we're going to beat them two one. Okay, bear um, <laughs> win on penalties. Score. Oh yeah, penalties. Okay, fine. one one. Josh, <laughs> Josh is furious three, about one that. If we're lucky, what? Well, lose three one. 
I don't think Liverpool give a shit about this competition, no, so I think, I think we're going to win. I think we'll win. I think... <laughs> yeah, they're put, they're they the side they put out against MK Dons, including yeah. an, uh, a, yeah. an unregistered yeah, player. Win <laughs> Hang on, at Anfield... <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, we've we'll got win. Oh, no, under the lights. We'll you got like memories of Baptiste and Aliadier running riot in the. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I mean, he, he he's uh, on record saying he does not give a flying fuck about yeah. this competition. And finally, Arsenal Wolves at home on a Saturday three o'clock. A very rare and exciting, frankly, three o'clock kickoff. What the fuck is going to happen? Playing Wolves at the right time. They've got injuries in key areas. Yeah. We'll nick this two-one. Okay, I think maybe one nil to the uh, to oh. the Arsenal. We've been invaded by Man City. Quick. I agree with Alan. That's the first time that's happened in this podcast. Um, I agree 2-1. Josh? I think 1-0 to the Arsenal, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm going to say 3-2 um, goal fest. So, uh, sorry for being slightly shouting over each other and a bit shouty. And Love you! Oh, my God. Bear's gone crazy. Thank you very much to Alan, Bear, thank, Gareth Parker. Pleasure. Josh, see you next week. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.